previously on my best friend's journal. You got offered hands on a hard body. Really lovely theater. I love these people in upstate New York. What? December 21st, 2014. That's my like street urchin. It's the only accent that I can reliably do. Yeah. Today, L told me he was surprised I'm here because I'm so awkward to watch on stage. Mm. I'm like crying, trying to like sing some song. L apologized this morning. <laughs> he really likes me and is, quote, going to work with me again and again. I can't have a few drinks. It's dry January. Oh, for you. <laughs> so disgusted. <laughs> Day off. Oh, sorry. Screamed. Lay off. <laughs> me said that. Me said that. Me said Almost came out to them. Huh? Oh, God. Oh my god, I forgot you had never had the conversation yet. Ay yay yay, it feels late. Everyone's freaking out anyway. I mean, it's one of the, I'm gay! <laughs> Five years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, RuPaul. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the workroom. The workroom. The studio room. Welcome back. Thank you very much. You look frostbitten. I I am fucking frostbitten. Um, I'm just back from Canada. By the way, this is my best friend's journal, the podcast about Mike's journal. I'm Cam. I'm Mike. And- it's journal. <laughs> what? I'm Mike. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just got back from Canada, a ski trip, uh, and we... Happened to be in Banff during the coldest snap of the whole whole winter. It kind of sounds like MILF. Banff? Yeah, I feel like it should be an acronym for something. <laughs> it does kind of sound like an acronym. It's not. It's a gorgeous national park. And when we arrived uh, in the evening, it was negative 27 <gasps> degrees Fahrenheit. Yikes. It was so fucking cold. Like, hurt to be outside cold. Luckily, we weren't planning on skiing those days when it was that cold. So we got to kind of hibernate inside. But yikes, it, it hurt. Did you canoodle? You and your friend. Canoodle? Yeah. Like cuddle? Was it sexual? Ew. With <laughs> me and my girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we did um, We did have this very cute little Airbnb and we shared a bed. And we love an Airbnb. Uh, so we did cuddle a little bit. I, she just like snuggled up next to me and fell asleep. It was precious. It's kind of sweet. Like, yeah. It was a, like, like a sweet friendship moment. I haven't like cuddled or touched a friend like that in a long time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like in, especially as like a theater kid growing up, used to... Like everyone used to like give massages and head rubs and like cuddle and hug mm-hmm. and I don't like I just make don't do out that with anymore. girlfriends on a dance make floor. Make out with girlfriends <laughs> on a dance floor. There was a lot more physical contact between platonic friends mm-hmm. in my younger days than I have now. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, it would be kind of weird if you crawled into bed with Michael and Christian. <laughs> I don't. So I should stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> just right in between them. Hello. <laughs> just like the dog. <laughs> do you ever crawl into bed with Michael and Christian? Um, I've like they've been in bed and we've been like chatting and i'm standing in the doorway long enough that i just then get in the bed yeah. and talk. <laughs> that's fair enough go in there and watch a tv show no no we we do that on the couch actually though our couch is you've seen it it's massive it's like a bed so oh, it's yeah you call like it couch that. bed don't you call it couch bed <laughs> it's got like an ottoman that moves around and mm-hmm. it can move into the middle of the couch and become like a like a king-sized sofa it's awesome it's like a the power rangers like become one unit 
it comes to, or like a transformer perhaps. transformer yeah. sure yeah do like, power rangers link up have their little human like, centipede style mm-hmm, yeah just mouth to ass <laughs> <laughs> it's a kid show uh-huh. um they have their what are they called zords what's a zord they were like dinosaurs or ancient whatever but robots kind of transformery and when they all they all hooked together to make a big unit called megazord <laughs> and it was just like one big fighter that could fight off the demon alien people cool i used Fucking to love nerd. i loved power rangers <laughs> it's actually such a straight thing i loved although i feel like i knew a lot of that's feminine true. young boys who you know loved what? the pink power ranger yeah and they had uh i think they were actually pretty inclusive across the gamut of diversity for yeah pretty uh, inclusive although pretty racist wasn't the yellow power ranger asian and the black power ranger black yeah i don't know what their intentions were but it's not great optics (laughs) anywho zilbees i enjoyed the show (laughs) i love that you always add on the zilbees now Uh, (laughs) the zilbees um actually a listener asked how to spell that do you have any can you tell us how to spell that any who zilbees yeah uh sure i would say it is a n y w h o s e l b i e s any who's will be I kind of want a Z in there. Okay. Feels like it deserves so a Z. Like A-N-Y-W-H-O-Z-E-L-B-I-E-S. Huh. Any who's will be That makes a lot more sense because it comes from any who, and I kind of saw it as like any H-O-O. Any who's <laughs> like Just more um, phonetic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it's listener's choice, but Cam's usually right about these things, so we'll go with his. Hey, I mean, it's a made-up word. I can spell it however the fuck I want, and so can you. And you can too. How did we get on Power Rangers? Ah, because the Zords get together to form Megazord, a la the way we put the couch together to right. form Couch Bed. Couch Bed, yes. And on Couch Bed. <laughs> the world's worst name, by the way. You could have done better. It just is one of those things just happened, you know? Yeah. But Couch Bed's great because it's like you're in bed, but like not like I'm in their bed, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> it's it's good to maintain these boundaries. Yeah, these are things we need. <laughs> Any way. <laughs> we have been in the middle of Sex Ed Season 2, which is so fucking good we were so fucking good it is an amazing show it's on netflix unreal so good it is uh, we were dying for it to come for season two it's one of the few shows that i was actively anticipating yes the next season it is just beyond being super fucking entertaining and a super amazing cast it is actually very educational and very intelligent they it is both sex ed by title and by nature. It really, truly is a classroom for anyone watching it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's, they're very, um, I don't know, they're very diligent with making sure the messaging is clear on mm-hmm. everything, you know, and, and, and actually providing, yeah, some sex education. The characters are good and complex mm-hmm. and funny. The education that the show provides is actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> we were actually <laughs> laughing about it because every episode, every single one, something happens where we're like, that is... We're like, come on, sex ed, do better. Than, you're better than this. So something comes up that we're annoyed by because it's not. Uh, for instance, um, the main character is caught masturbating in a car in a parking lot. <laughs> and his mom, who is a sex therapist, <laughs> is super, super sex positive. And so we cut later to her talking to him about that and about masturbating. And she nearly gets to the end of it. And I'm like, you're not going to scold this guy for masturbating in public? And as soon as we're thinking that, she goes, and also, <laughs> and explains why that's a problem and she does that this lead woman is such a phenomenal character phenomenal actress jillian anderson from x-files yeah. oh had no idea yeah she's brilliant she's brilliant agent scully from x-files and her character does a really good job of really intelligently encompassing all of the wide complex world of sex one of my very favorite parts about the whole show too is that the two the, the main character and his best friend main character straight his best friend's gay and they are just like the sweetest 
friends together. Yeah. They just like they are so kick. excited for yeah they're they're Mike and Kick but in high school they're so excited for each other when they like um when they get to like have sexual experiences and like date mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff like they're very supportive and just sweet I love them so it's much so good and one last thing to say about it the main character gives the other main character a five year journal oh yeah for yeah for her birthday and it's so so sweet she's so moved by it she's a writer and I just loved it and I. Had to bring it up here, of course, because <laughs> this has something to do with that, right? Uh, maybe. Tangentially. Anyway, that's absolutely my recommendation of the week. Do you have any uh, entertainment you suggest our listeners consume? Well, I have a couple because oh. that just reminded me. Um, we have been talking about all of our uh, – about trying to watch like Oscar movies and stuff mm-hmm. um, since it's award season. I watched two while I was on vacation. One of them was 1917, which is about World War One, and the other one is Jojo Rabbit, which is World War Two. Um, 1917, beautiful, gorgeous, kind of heartbreaking story. Jojo Rabbit, though, might be my new front runner for favorite movie of the year. Probably not the most popular opinion. Uh, I don't think I've been hearing that a lot from other people. You know how I feel about Scarlett Johansson. She's not usually my favorite. Scarlett Johansson has the emotional range of a f-ing celery. I don't have anything against her. She just is always Scarlett Johansson to me. In this movie, she is a delight. She transforms. I loved her in it. And the, um, do you know anything about this movie? No. Um, so it's directed by Taika Waititi. He's a New Zealander, a Kiwi. He, uh, directed, I think Thor Ragnarok. Like he does, he's done like really big budget stuff. That's like very funny. Um, and this is a, like a farcical take on a Hitler youth that oh. was, um, oh, yeah. that's like radicalized in the like end days of the third Reich. Um, and he like has an imaginary friend who is like a warm and fuzzy Hitler who is played by the director, Taika Waititi. And it is so off putting when you first start watching it, you're like, should I be laughing at this? And then the way that the movie (laughs) progresses, it is fucking awesome. I I can't really describe it. I just think it's so well done. It's both hilarious and heartbreaking. Um, and it is, I think, my favorite movie of the year. Oh, that's great, a great, great. Huge endorsement. I need to go see that. Yeah, you have to. So anyway, uh, while I was in Canada freezing my tits off and watching Bamf. movies, bye. Bo- boy, always n- n- nasty fist bucks. Ooh. That's how you spell it, right? Uh-huh. That is how you spell it. We were just having a nice, pretty... PG-13 rated intro here, and you had to get in fist fucking. Just so. poured a bucket of shit on that. <laughs> I was trying to ask how you've been spending your time since I've been away, <laughs> you nasty fuck. It's making everything I touch filthy. Um, I actually, I've been trying to fulfill a commitment to myself to branch out, like we've said, to the gay community around me and just make some more friends. And I decided to join a gay man's chorus. Good for you. Tell me everything. How's it going? Um, it is. It's fine so far. Here's the thing. I actually don't love choral singing. <laughs> it's just like your voice did get really high when you said it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> I, I I don't love choral singing. I, I love to sing, obviously. Um, but to me, this is more like, you know, a, a straight person's sport league, their community, you know. Sport league. Yeah, you sound like you've played a lot of sports in your life. <laughs> a lot of sport leagues. Is this like a singles mixer for you? Is that what you're saying? Not at all. <laughs> it's just so a it's good... It's not full of hot, young, dumb, full of cum dudes? Not yet full of cum. Uh, <laughs> it's not the way it works, right? <laughs> When you say young, dumb, full of cum, you mean like they're horny, like their balls are full of cum, not like... Yeah, not that they've been recently (laughs) gangbanged. 
I was just trying to say that I'm just trying to use this community as a way to get involved. Uh-huh. Like one might treat dodgeball or volleyball or something sure, like sure, that. Sure, 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 um, It has been fun, even though the coral is not my thing. But I mostly have just met um, older guys at this point, which is fine. I'm like happy to meet any you know anybody in the gay community here. But I'm I want people that I'm gonna go get a drink with. Sure, like, sure, sure. And everyone's like fifty plus. Okay. And everyone. You, not everyone, just okay. the people that the way a chorus works is not like a sport team. <laughs> where, sport team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can like mingle. I'm I'm sitting there and I can only kind of talk to the person on my left and right, and mostly you're singing, so you can't right. talk. Right, you're not much. supposed to really talk in rehearsal unless you want to be a douchebag. Uh, but I finally they had a little mixer for some of the new people to meet some of the returning folks, and oh, I find nice it was lovely. I met some young people finally. Young people that you might become friends with like yeah. spend time with okay yeah, people that were just that like, we had some stuff in common and it was just you know uh, what i was hoping for to begin with great um but that leads me to my <laughs> gayest moment of the week <gasps> gay 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 uh so at this little mingle session <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it for sure. Rather You're a mingle session. To a mingle sesh. A hot mingle sesh. Uh, Ew. <laughs> mingles. Sounds like a new disease. I got mingles. <laughs> I got mingled to <laughs> death last night. Ew. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a gay chorus, so what do they have but gay musical theater anthems playing in the background? Oh, my God. I know. Couldn't we just pass some top 40? Anywho. Uh, Zoldies. We... <laughs> every time now every fucking time we uh grease came on and it was summer loving and i walked by a table of young gays and i just like turned over and i see literally all of them bopping their head doing choreo and singing along and like alternating who's danny and sandy oh my god and i was like my instinct was to shout a gay joke at them <laughs> just make a gay joke then yeah. you realized that you were i held back i was like i don't really know any of you and no you i don't know how this is gonna come off and then i like looked at them i had all of their eyes and i realized they knew something was coming out and i was like just go ahead and do it. And I was like, I just, I was going to make a joke here, but you, I mean, you all know you're, you're all gay and, and this is appropriate. <laughs> did they laugh? They did. Uh. Where else am I going to see a table of young men alternating Sandy and Danny rolls? It's like any gay bar USA, but also uh, it's, it's kind of funny at like a, I don't know, at like a, a mingle session as you so eloquently put it just all the lights are on it's just kind of uh it's it's a bizarre thing to totally. see totally it was the middle of the day on a sunday where like it, yeah it was it was weird and oh, uh, i felt 11. felt the best kind of gay that's that's excellent I love friendly it very much. unsexual gay yeah. <laughs> i hope that you go on to be lifelong friends with that group that table full of people i only have room for one lifelong friend and it's you cam oh caitlin and christian are not gonna be happy about that <laughs> No, well, then they of, can fucking host a podcast with you. I'm going to get so much hate mail from any lifelong friends. All your lifelong friends, yeah. And speaking of you, what's your gayest moment of the week? My gayest moment of the week is probably when I was talking to my friend uh, Casey on the phone the other day. We are going, as I've talked about before, to a big old lesbian music festival in mm-hmm, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I leave tomorrow. Oh. Wow. And uh, we were packing for this trip, and the last the last night of the festival is this 80s party. And, it can't be crop uh, tops again, Cam. You've already not, used that one. It's not crop tops. And I've seen them, and they are short. I have short. picked out a very cute, very basic, very cute crop top. <laughs> anyway, that's not the moment. Uh, Casey was saying she was sad that she threw out her old crimper because she wanted to crimp her hair for this party. Mm. And I was like, no worries. I have one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your balls. <laughs> I know. Um, 
a crimper <laughs> randomly. Sh- yeah, yeah, it's for my back hair. <laughs> what do you call your back hair? <laughs> my upper ass beard. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cute. Which, okay, I have a story about that. Quick diversion. I went and got waxed the other day. Oh, just um, just your back bush? No. It, <laughs> how dare you? I usually keep it short. I don't let it grow out to full bush uh, capacity. No, I uh, I actually went to go get my arm waxed my i have a sleeve of tattoos for anyone that doesn't know that and i usually shave it because it keeps the tattoos looking really sharp um and when i was in canada with ciara she actually uh, had a waxing appointment because she was about to go to a a new location and she wanted to get waxed while she was in canada anyway i was thinking about it i was like oh this is a really good call like it's you know the hair doesn't grow back for a few weeks and uh it's really annoying to shave your arm because it's hard to like reach and see where the hair is and all that kind of stuff so anyway randomly was like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get my arm waxed and i looked at the website of this place i was gonna go and they had add-ons for men and it said lower back ten dollars i was like oh that is an upper ass beard situation. Oh. So she just ripped the hair right out. It was not bad. That's not bad? I it's re- not bad? <laughs> it's not bad. I will continue to get my arm waxed. It is much more effective than shaving, and it was pretty inexpensive, and huh. I liked it. You never know. I was going to ask you how painful it was. You answered that for me right away. I feel like you can never really tell what skin is going to be the most painful. It's not always what you think. No. I, when I was 19, got my chest waxed exactly ah, one time in my life. You were so fucking hairy. I know. I got it waxed, and... Uh, it was fully agonizing. I wore a white t-shirt there, and I bled through it on the way home. Mike. It was so bad. That's not how that's supposed to happen, I don't so, think. Well, my hairs are so... Like, so many of the follicles have a few hairs in them. Ah! I have just very, very thick hair, and it was so, Poor so thing. painful. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just have really luscious it's just hair. So much. Uh. <laughs> it's just like I'm oozing biotin. <laughs> Isn't that the pro or the like the um is that the name of the vitamin that you take to grow hair? Yeah, and I have too much of it. Uh huh, you poor thing. I know. Um, but I still have scars from that. Scars? Full scars. Does that is did that person do a good job? Like was did it they was, do what they were supposed to do? It was a salon. She was professional, she talked me through it. She uh, was like she used a clean, you know, thing every time. It was as far as I could tell, at 19, it all seemed really legit to me. It just fucking hurt. It oh, was my God. You poor thing. You just wanted to be a twink so bad. I did, but uh, I've given those days up. Full hair now. I, yeah. I keep her trim because no one likes a chest bush either. Well, you, some people some do people like a chest do. bush. Yeah. You've got a nice hairy chest. I like it. I don't love a chest bush. Okay. Uh, so, back to the crimper. Uh, one day... Back bush to the crimper. Back. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the crimper. Uh, <laughs> uh, one day, a crimper randomly showed up. In an Amazon box at our house. Doesn't just happen. That and doesn't just happen. <laughs> I know. And so I slowly turned to Peter. I was like, why the fuck is there a crimper here? Pretty sure he got drunk and was joking around with some friends about an 80s party and just bought a fucking crimper. Um, and it showed up. There's been some weird moments like that where things show up. I'm like, you've been drunk shopping again, haven't you? <laughs> I was like, this is going back. He's like, no, no, no. It's a fun thing to have. I'm definitely going to crimp my hair sometime. Threw it in a closet. Then we're cleaning up. I'm out. definitely going to crimp my hair sometime. Uh, just like listen to that sentence again. You've, you've met my husband. Uh-huh. That's not so out of character. <laughs> um, and so we were cleaning out his closet recently um, and came across this crimper again. Uh, I was like, Peter, this has to go. He was like, no, we are literally going to an 80s party in a few weeks. We're keeping the crimper. So begrudgingly, we kept the crimper. And then when Casey needed one, I was like, I've got just the thing. Don't you worry. So I'm packing. I'm I'm a bald man packing a crimper to go to Mexico. (laughs) That is amazing. And honestly, just perfect luck. Like, what are the the chances that you could use this crimper? So good for you. I know. I'm also going to a 
different 80s party, the one that Peter was talking about, and I'm definitely going to wear a wig. And maybe I'll crimp that wig. You love a wig. Crimp also, that wig. What? Don't, like, crimp your weird nylon hair. It's going to burn. It's going to be not good. <laughs> You don't know anything about my hair. Maybe I know a lot about them. You've named them. You introduced me to each of them like Moira Rose. (laughs) That is fair enough. I kind of did. Yeah, they're not real human hair. I'm not an actual psychopath. (laughs) You have a crimper that you kept just in case. It's Peter's crimper. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. It's the rules of marriage, right? We weirdly left crimpers out of our vows. I don't know why. (laughs) Just picturing a prenup and it's just crimper. (laughs) The crimper. A, a crimp nub. Um, <laughs> a crimped nub. We have to go. Uh, we don't have to do shit. We'll do what we want. Okay, well, I would like to get into the journal. No, How do you feel about that? I feel great about it, so let's do what we want and start the journal. Okay, bye. Bye. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go. Alrighty, please put. Oh, oh are we on? He's <laughs> reading something and burping into the microphone. I'm trying to podcast here, sir. All right, so we're in June of 2014. Do remember that you were in Milano. Yeah, in Europa with Michaela. Yeah, we had just done a little whirlwind, whirlwind tour of, uh, I guess, mostly Italy and France to follow Kick. Now Kick's gone, and we're just finishing out our trip. Yep. And on June 1st, you got to Rome from Milan by three. Long walk to the B&B. Another long fucking walk. Uh-huh. Was Get there... a cab. Um... <laughs> you spent all your fucking cruise money on Airbnbs for this trip that you couldn't really afford. Oh, thank you. Last time you were yelling at me for being cheap. <laughs> I think I mentioned before that Michaela and I always end up walking with luggage on a highway. We were on a fucking highway. We should... I don't know what Luggage. I don't know why we don't take cabs or find a train when we were walking. <laughs> cheap (laughs) (laughs) Um, i just need to be incensed about something thank you so much that's true i uh we actually just couldn't figure out the train i think we passed the train station that we later realized would have taken us right to the fucking airbnb instead we walked forever uh rome is not super friendly with their um transit if you don't have like a something that translates it for you like Mm -hmm. they they do not cater to english speakers there um, there's there are some cities in the world where you can be an English speaker in a non-native English speaking country and get along just fine. Japan. Italy is not one of those. Japan's yeah, Korea easy. too. Yeah. Everything has yeah English on it. I said Japan's easy. Fast forward a year from this time in the journal, I get so fucking lost in Japan, and we'll <laughs> tell you about that soon. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so you uh, oh, long walk to the Airbnb, rang random bells, and got in. Congratulations. Literally <laughs> had no information about this guy. Everyone else in this trip was very easy. All the Airbnb hosts. This one just had the address and it was locked on the outside. It was a huge building with tons of buttons and I just started hitting them. It opened up and then I walked around and was like, Airbnb? And it was like in the very top and like, around. I can't believe we got it. Are honestly. you kidding me? No. You probably slept in someone's daughter's room. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that wasn't an Airbnb. <laughs> no, it definitely was because it was like super... Uh, themed oh great do you remember what the theme was i think ours was the godfather oh jesus i know um okay so the, you walked to food you saw the trevi the coliseum and steps the spanish steps i'm assuming mm-hmm. uh ate pizza twice yum i fucking love rome it's a magical city magical pizza's delicious we had 
uh, each got our own pizza on the way out in the day and on the way back in, we were like, if you want to just get that same pizza, it was so fucking good. And we got the same pizza. Good for you. It's delicious. Rome is the first European city I ever went to. I've probably said this on this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, with your it, Latin class. Yes. Nice. It like lit the travel bug in me so hard, but it was one of those magical experiences where I loved the history of the place so much and I'd studied the history in Latin and I just showed up there and all these landmarks that I had seen pictures of and was obsessed with. I was obsessed with like classical mythology and ancient Roman. Such a weird kid. Cam. I was a weird kid. Um, but I just, I, I ate it up so much and that is what like literally just made me want to travel and kind of like it changed it. It set me on a course in my life. That city did. It's so important. A high school travel is while really, really out of reach for a lot of people. If you have the opportunity, it really does that for humans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a fucking gift that is, you know, my sister went on that same trip that I did two years before, mm-hmm. and that to this day is the only time she's ever been to Europe. And she is oh, like, did she's, not light her fire. It did not light her fire. She talks about it a lot about that time she went to Italy like twenty years ago. Oh wow! But she, I, I think that she would like love very much to to go back. But also, I think it it, it is a big scary world out there for her, yeah. and she may or may not ever go. It's also much easier for people like us that are we have much more flexible lives in general. We've chosen paths that lead us to, I mean, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but one of the pros of our lives is we can kind of up and go sometimes and unencumbered by like deep roots or kids or anything like that. Um, okay. On June 2nd, I hate it when I say I'm okay. Well then don't (laughs) June 2nd, the long flight home starts. Rome to Stockholm was easy overnight, 17 hours in beautiful airport. You stayed in the Arlanda airport. I love that you know that. I had no idea what it was called. Um, I, do, do you know that I really like airport codes and names? Like, it's a weird... Oh, that's like a very um, niche trivia thing. People, yeah. It's, a, it's constantly a... That would be a good Jeopardy category for me. Yeah. That is frequently, right? I've seen it is before. It? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I wrote, stayed in beautiful airport for 17 hours. Like, that's not usually me. Usually I'm like, stayed in this fucking airport for 17 hours sounds miserable, but yet I put a nice positive adjective in there. Also, it is a beautiful Stockholm airport. is very accessible by train from that airport. You could have just gone out to see Stockholm. I'm, I'm sure there's a reason we didn't, because why would we subject ourselves to that? Um, yeah, fair enough. I don't know. So do you just like sleep on the floor or something? Slept on like, the benches, but we watched a lot of the Americans. Uh, watched the Americans. Did isn't not it, sleep well. Getting it, really sick. Yeah. Isn't it weird how you attach such random little memories to things? Yeah. The Americans. Is that the one with Matthew Reese? Mm-hmm. And, okay. And uh, what is her fucking name? I always just call her Felicity. Oh, Cl- not Claire Danes. Um, nope, not at all Claire Danes. Also not Calista Flockhart. I know not Calista Flockhart. I would never forget Ally McBeal's name. Hey guys, Mike here. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to point out that at this point, I had an aggressive fight with Alexa trying to figure out this actress's name. Cam just had to Google it because Alexa's lazy and refuses to help. Oh yeah, it's Carrie Russell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, her. They're in the Americans, which is what we watched in this airport. I heard someone say recently it's one of the most underrated shows of like the last decade. The Americans? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also heard someone explain it to me uh, or explain it like on a podcast or something about the fact that in any other time in history, the Americans would be like the best show on television. But because we're in like the golden age of TV and there are so many good shows, 
it completely flew under the radar. Mm. Um, but it is an excellent show by yeah. all, you know, by any estimation. It's just uh, it, it never got the critical acclaim because it was overshadowed by other shows. Makes you wonder how many amazing things and thoughts and people are out there that we just will never know of because you just it's hard to get seen or heard. Yeah, you always hear that after like a, a major tragedy. You're like, you know, those those people that died could have changed the world. We'll never know. You know that kind yeah. of. Is that a weird comparison to make? <laughs> no, and we will know because remember that. To make it real dark, sometimes we do know. Remember that flight of all HIV researchers crashed. Like 150 of the world's leading experts on HIV AIDS, and they just died setting HIV AIDS research back like decades. Can I tell you something really weird? There's a note on the side of this page from a different year, but it goes right up to this, and it just says... Sometimes I wrap my writing around the journal when yeah. I'm out of space. It says, took at-home HIV test negative, thank God. That's kind of a weird little coincidence. Also, you took an at-home test. Aren't those really expensive? Uh, it was free. They were, it was oh. a thing they were doing. Uh, anything you care to say about that, or is that just... I can explain that to you in four years, okay. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> length of time it takes to get there. Fair enough. We've talked about existential HIV dread as a young gay kid. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. We have to stop with that. <laughs> <laughs> June 3rd. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, before we get to June 3rd, the, you said getting really sick. Um, oh, yeah. This is from getting that. really sick before you get on a plane. That's awful. It was that same sickness from last episode uh, that just happened in the middle of the trip. And yeah, it was awful. And I'm about to go straight into a cabaret that I some for some fucking reason committed to singing to. Like the next day? Like the day I get off that plane, it is. Well, let's just go ahead and read. <laughs> okay. Uh, June 3rd. Stockholm to Newark. Ooh. Kim picked me up. Mose for lunch. Sang in cabaret. Sang. Went right oh, to that cabaret to sing. So exhausted and sounded awful on one less bell. Bell. <laughs> Slept like bell. a rock at Kim's with NyQuil. Canceled my nice work appointment. So Kim and I were singing. Uh, Kim is my co-star from the Burt Show. Oh, we're okay. doing like a reprising. Whatever. We sang a couple of the good songs from that. And she's got this gorgeous, amazing voice. And I was a fucking monster. I sounded like fucking Cookie Monster oh, next no. to her. Oh, no. Like, it was so nasty and i uh, i should have known better i know now i build in buffer time for things if i'm gonna travel if i have to if i'm traveling for a performance for something i know how to take care of myself i did not like the idea that i'm gonna go into a cabaret is insane i it taught me a lesson yeah the okay so it's bad enough that you just you booked yourself so closely like if your flight had been even a little bit delayed you would have missed that cabaret yeah um it was hours after i landed also there's that i, I used to do this as uh as a younger person whenever i was booking travel i'd be so excited to go somewhere that i would want to like maximize my time mm-hmm. so like i would book it i would book a, like the latest flight on sunday because i wanted the whole day that, yeah. the, you know i wanted to make it awesome that travel day is never going to be as fun as the rest of your vacation because you're waiting to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. And also, it makes the next day that much more miserable. So it takes away so much of the joy from the trip because mm-hmm. that Monday sucks when you're like at the mm-hmm. office and you're tired from a long flight or whatever. I just – I always build in a buffer day for travel. I know that sounds like quite standard, but I, I did not Obviously do that for not. years yeah. and years. Ugh, I was, it was so bad. But I think I said I took NyQuil in there. I yeah. uh, Kim was the sweetest. She's – Anyone who's going to pick you up at the airport, first of all, what a gift. That is so kind. And for Newark. Friend. She yes. went to fucking New Jersey for you. Yeah, for you. She went to New, she Jersey, went to for New you. Jersey for you. Yeah. Did you go to Brooklyn before you came here? Is that Brooklyn? 
I don't fucking know. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> so glad we got that. Uh, just, yeah, very, very kind of her. And I remember taking her NyQuil at her place, and I slept after that cabaret for like 17 hours. Just knocked out, and I felt so much better. I just oh, I bet. Sleep. Half yeah. of the, most of the problem beyond being sick, I perform being sick. Like it, You have to just figure out how to deal with that. Uh-huh. But if you haven't slept, it just is... You sound like a trash dumpster heap. I what? Think... Trash dumpster heap. What uh-huh. does that sound like? <laughs> I think about Celine Dion in these moments because she is, um, she's one of those rare divas that can still fucking screlt her face off mm-hmm. and sing really high and powerfully. And she's well into her fifties at this point. Um, but I remember watching one of the documentaries about her, like her very first Vegas residency and she like flies on a private jet and she has like a, like a nebulizer, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a, a thing. I don't know if it's a nebulizer, Nebulizer's but it's like, a asthma medication that I have when I was younger. <laughs> it's like a mask like that though, you mm-hmm. know, and you, and she like, it's super oxygenated and like the perfect moisture, uh, air that she breathes before shows and like really maintains her instrument that much, as opposed to flying commercial, sick and getting to the airport in new jersey and going straight to sing at a cabaret yeah, this, i'm not sure uh, what the difference is between me and salon salon <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think that's the only difference between you and Celine, actually <laughs> yeah i mostly everything else is very similar yeah um i w- went to see brandy carlisle again this week because mm-hmm. i'm fucking obsessed and she sings like such a rock star. She she has a this insane instrument. She can sing so high and powerfully. Every show I've ever seen. It's pitch perfect every time, and she just finished up a residency doing six nights at the Ryman in Nashville, came out here, did a show in LA, sang at the Grammys last night, and then I'm seeing her in Mexico this weekend where she's doing three shows. Like, how do you do I that? Know. I was thinking that when I was saying I had to do a show right after I traveled. People, that's what most artists do all the time when they're on tour. They have crazy Ooh. travel and they go right to a show, so. But they're also not sick, usually. Right, and they're also <laughs> in much comfier situations. <laughs> For show. June 4th, nice work called asking where I was. What's nice work? Oh, we just blew right past that in the last entry. Canceled nice work tour. Smart fucking decision. I sound like a monster. Um, oh, so they called okay. me the next day asking where I was. Wow, that oh, is... Oh, nice work if you can get it. I don't know why I didn't tell anyone I wasn't going. That's rude. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you said yesterday you canceled your appointment. Oh, so maybe they just got back to me. Yeah, here. maybe. Because um, they called and asked where you were, and then they asked you to come to the dance call instead. We know how that's going to go. <laughs> you went to Michaela's, Hannah came, and we had a great time catching up. Great and fun when the when all the girls are together. <laughs> um, okay, June fifth audition for Bandstand. Oh, why does it say Royal exclamation point? Oh, I think I went to this Bandstand audition, and the, that cruise company that I'd worked for before was also there. Oh, okay. Um, so I just like popped my head and was like, "Hey." Oh, and... yeah. It says saw. Oh, the um, the director that made you cry before L oh. <laughs> and went in for S and F exclamation point. Saturday Night Fever. Oh, he said no, but we'll put me in. <laughs> but we'll put me in other ships category. I, so they have a bunch of like book musicals they auditioned for, and I just happened upon them, and he was very, very sweet, really kind to me. And I, there's not really a part for me on that show, so going in there was just like a hi, I'm I still exist. And oh, fun. He said that out loud. He was like, I don't think he's like this isn't a show for you, right? But would you like to do another ship? And I was like, sure. He's like, so yeah, we'll we'll put you in the uh, pool for that. Oh, great. I was like, great. That's so nice. I love that. Yeah. Um, you also had the dance call for nice work. You thought it was fine, but no callback. 
And oh. that day you had lunch with Aaron, Jake, and Sam. That dance call, they I didn't realize the woman who brought me in was like, he's not here to dance. He's uh, in for this part, but he just couldn't make it earlier. So just know that. he Don't watch out for dancing. We'll have him sing later or whatever. Sure. Didn't mean shit because they were hard on me in that dance call. They were given things I could not do. And there was no, there, there was no like dumbing down. I was like, you know that I can't. They're like, can you, is something wrong with you? I was like, yeah, I'm not a dancer. <laughs> There's something <laughs> wrong with you. I'm shocked that I said it went fine because that was a mess. So fun. <laughs> Which is, sounds like a great day. Makes me wonder how many times I've been like, went well. What does that mean then? <laughs> and what does it mean if it went badly? <laughs> oh, you put up with some shit. Um, at least you got to have lunch with friends. Um, on June 6th, you left Michaela's and had a sandwich with dad. Dad and I had a sandwich. <laughs> what a random thing to write. Home for a couple of hours, dinner at the point with your cousins. Gonna love staying here. This is uh, that show I mentioned before, the truck musical uh-huh. uh, that is right around my hometown. Okay. Loved doing it. Loved this company. And I have more to say on that, uh, but we will get there a little later. Uh, let's get to the journal first. Okay. A little housekeeping at the end. Yeah. All right. June 7th. First day. First day of school for hands on a hard body. I love that you put first day of school. It's cute. Uh, table work uh, with Michael. Wait, I finished Bert, went on a quick vacay, came back, and I'm just jumping into the show. Yeah. I always live in the dream at this you moment. You were. You were living the dream. Um, table work with Michael and Born in Laredo. That was my song, and Michael was the director. Just awesome guy. Okay, great. Awesome director. Going to keep using his name then. Um, love this show and the people. So excited. Grocery shop. I love that. And you, we know I tell all of these things. If I didn't yeah. have a good vibe, you'd know right away. I'm actually really proud of Past Michael because you seem happy to be somewhere, and you're not bitching you're about every it. second thing. So. I loved it. I love this company. I love the people. They were just just great. Great. Um, I don't know what this says. Second day of rehearsal on june 8th burn that bridge the song titles it's kind of country music oh i love country music you know that about me i do love this company so excited about the show steaks and beer oh butch steaks and so butch butch and meat uh Uh, steaks and beer with um your cousins later that's that was how was that steak (laughs) well i was going to say part of the fun of this contract was also that i was so close to them and we're actually i think this is where we became good friends but uh you and your cuz yeah that's nice it's so nice um so i got to spend some time with them and how did i enjoy the steak i bet quite a bit i used to love steak i bet you did um june 9th ninth <laughs> did i say that right mm-hmm. day off didn't do as much as i wanted day off <laughs> Mise. and you know how it goes from Are you there. done <laughs> throwing it back to like episode three. Oh really i will make myself be done um, I am already stressed off to get stressed off. Jesus. <laughs> you want to stress off together? <laughs> you want to get stressed off together? Is what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was stressed in that moment because look at this oh, density of the entry next I'm year. I'm so sorry. That's a thick load. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh God, Michael. Uh. Oh. Oh. See my dog die. Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Because you made a face like you would only make if someone's dog died. Oh. And I knew it was around this time. It's the very the... next year. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's sad. We don't have to talk about that right now. Uh, you Okay. You didn't do as much as you wanted on your... Dale. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we like us. Um, <laughs> at least, at least you, we do. You cleaned the porch. <laughs> How dirty was the porch? 
Is this like an enclosed oh, porch no, or like is, just like the front stoop? My cousin's porch, I just li- lived under a bunch of trees and I just like oh. swept it off and I think hosed it down and just, okay. I don't know, I'm trying to make myself useful. Like, oh, porch needs some cleaning. <laughs> porch. You clean the porch. All right. Yeah, dinner with Kirsten, the aforementioned cousin. Uh, blue apron salmon exclamation point. She asked me who my hashtag MCM was and I got real awkward. Need to tell people. Uh, oh my God, I Michael. I don't wanna. Oh, she. <laughs> you don't wanna tell anyone? No, I don't wanna deal with this oh. again. <laughs> Fuck. She. <laughs> She obviously knew. Yes, everybody knew. Be- everybody <laughs> knows. Everyone's known since I came screaming out of my mom. <laughs> I don't know how to read this mood right here. I'm but annoyed. Are you just- <laughs> I feel like we did this already. <laughs> it is too late for this garbage. Yes, I'm still not. So my cousin, who is now becoming my close friend, who... Uh, I have never had an explicit sex conversation with her because she's family. And I just hadn't done that with my family. Like so many closeted gay kids who just come out to their people and not to their family. Yeah. It was ridiculous because everybody that I care about in my family doesn't give a fuck. And she I, was obviously being sweet, like just trying to like put it on your level. Who's yeah, your MCM? She's the sweetest and like the most just compassionate and understanding human and would do something like that to be like here's a window if you want but don't have to take it yeah. like no big deal she's the best um this actually makes me think of the only time i've ever met kirsten was at your birthday party when you were mincing around in short shorts just being <laughs> your best gay self it was like a rainbow themed birthday party like ah uh, how the times have changed <laughs> my mom listens to this podcast the times have changed do you think she knows you're gay now god i hope so if not we got to get her i don't know eye donors and a hearing aid <laughs> donors <laughs> what are you headless <laughs> <laughs> yeah that um so we just hadn't yeah had that conversation uh, we've talked about this i uh i just, just love I, your reaction to it it is so i'm so funny annoyed with myself uh-huh. fucking hypocrite i'm like come out except for my know, 25s yeah <sighs> that's old as fuck mm-hmm. it's it is less about the personal shame in my case, and more about the uncomfortable conversation because it always, like you said, I think in an earlier episode, it instantly implies sex. Everyone starts to think about you having butt sex, and I just don't feel like having those convos with my family. Yeah, that's of fair course, enough. Now I do all the time. It's just one-sided. <laughs> they listen mm-hmm. to it. Yep. <laughs> this fucking podcast. Uh, I just keep thinking back to hearing your sister talking about your butthole. <laughs> Just like to remind you of that every mm-hmm. every time we talk. For the record, uh, Kirsten, I'm super, super gay. <laughs> and who is your Man Crush Monday? Um, oh, it is Monday. Yeah, we record on Mondays. We so do. It's perfect. My Man Crush Monday is... Is this a new segment? Just another Man Crush Monday. I am going to give it to... I would love to give it to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, John Favreau of Crooked Media. He, um, Who that is? He started Crooked Media. He was one of Obama's speechwriters. Oh. Um, and Crooked Media is uh, all like liberal politics. They have a bunch of podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, and I just started listening to John Favreau's new one, uh, The Wilderness, which talks about just how the whole election system works and how it's possible to make change. And he's just been doing... He's been doing so much work to just make elections fair and to, he's been working with Stacey Abrams who has uh, kind of figured out how to crack the system or how to uncrack the fixed Republican system. Okay. Um, and he's just doing awesome things and his 
his guests are always super intelligent and diverse. For, for being a straight white dude, he like is fucking woke as shit. And wow. Straight. A um, straight white man crush Monday. Really wouldn't have expected that from you, my no. woke friend. And he's also um, super cute. So that helps. Yes, yeah, he is cute. I just saw a picture. Like it. Um, thanks for asking. Mine is going to be, I think. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Every, who's yours? Who's every yours? Every time. Uh, just lets it go into silence. What's next? <laughs> literally, okay, everyone should know that literally every single gayest moment of the week, if I do mine first, I just sit there in silence until Cam goes, ask me. <laughs> <laughs> You've just, gotten lulled into this sense of security that I have the journal, so I'm just going to keep this ball rolling. He hosts this for me, and I just sit back and let it happen, <laughs> just very similar to my sex life. <laughs> Uh, Hello, hanging fruit. Isn't the uh, isn't the Spanish word for bottom pasivo? I actually don't know. I think that's what they call it. I ought to a- learn, huh? Nyar. <laughs> uh, oh, my... Cam, Cam, please let me. Uh, now, what's your man? Cr- who is your man crush Monday? Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it close to home. It's got to be my husband. Oh. I was away for almost two weeks. I uh, am leaving again for five days. I am just trying to like. Squeeze in as much time with him as possible. Uh, and squeeze into him as much as possible? Trying to squeeze it into him as possible. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I will, I'll, I won't, I won't use that answer every week, but for this first one, Man Crush Monday, yeah. PETA. Not promising this is happening every week, but it's fun every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Next time we think of it. Cool. Um, well, sorry that you're. 25-year-old ass was so lame with your very sweet cousin who just wanted to connect with you. I know. What a... I'm a nightmare. <laughs> On June 10th, may the June... What? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Thank you. I gotta tell you, I've been thinking it every single entry since that happens, and I have to bite my tongue each time, uh, so I'm so glad you did I'm it. I'm really glad. Um, you cracked on Born and Laredo three times. Three oh, well. times? I love this. Oh, well. Bees are hard. <laughs> They are. That's high, bitch. High as fuck. You were like very uh, chill about this. Cast doesn't seem judgy at all. It's a great cast. Yeah. They were all so talented too. God, I like really loved, loved, loved this show and this company. It was just such a great experience. Good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Human drama stage. I love that that's a song, but it sounds very dramatic. So dramatic. Um, Got a cold chill. Sorry. On the 11th. Cold chill reading about my cracked bees. Uh Uh-huh. My bee crack. (laughs) I don't want to know any more about your bee crack. <laughs> Episode title, Mike's bee crack. <laughs> Done. Misleading. June 11th. Hands on a hard body. Meet and greet at Palace. Watched documentary. Is uh, is hands on a hard body based on a documentary? Yeah, it was a actual competition in Texas. Um, and oh. it was such an interesting documentary. They made a musical into okay, it. Okay, hence or, the country music. Yeah. I would really like the show, I think. It's really cool. It's super underrated. I don't think it was on Broadway very long, but I remember when I saw this show on Broadway, I was like, I'm going to be in that show. Oh, I wow. And I literally thought I need to be in this. Love that, Kismet. Um, movement workshop with Greg. Noticed my jaw tension. Felt like college. Someone noticed your jaw tension no, in a I movement workshop? I probably noticed my jaw tension. Oh. Like, what do you notice about yourself? I was going to laugh at myself before I said that because... Yeah, it does feel like college. I always make fun of uh, an Alexander class I took. There's a lot of value in Alexander technique and in all kinds of classes you take in college. Everyone's just so far up their own ass in these kind of classes, uh-huh. mostly to please the professor and get a good grade. Yes. And one time a lady was like, she, our professor was like, what did y'all notice this week when you, whatever. The lady was like, I realized that I 
have a back. Ew. And I know. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Just, it's that Heckling kind of class, class. where you're like, yeah. it is obviously valuable. And clearly I took some lessons from it here, but sometimes it just feels so fucking. You've made mention about that before. How like yeah. acting like a rock is not going to make you a better actor. <laughs> I get its value, but it's just hard <laughs> not to laugh at. On June 12th, you had a rehearsal, table work and staging music. Nope. Sorry. Table work slash staging then music you began joy to the lord joy of the lord it's the best song in the show it's a starts acapella a lady's like cracking because it's many hours now standing at whatever and she's she's like a christian lady and everyone's like oh this weirdo and she starts singing to herself and then it becomes this huge number oh cool what the hell so the same lady who sang this is me in Greatest Showman was the original of that. Oh, okay. Well, you began working on that very good song. Oh, the lady who did it. Our show was so good. It was so good. This show rocks. I'm I gonna, said that. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna download the soundtrack. I loved it. Um, as we all know, because I've said it 15 times. I'll shut up. Sorry. It's okay. You had a beer when you got home with uh, Kirsten and Porter, her friend. Yeah, he's uh, one of their close friends. Okay. June 13th, uh, sushi with. <laughs> afraid he is into me, and I'm not. Do you remember uh, this person? Yeah, he uh, was on the production team. Really nice guy. Um, isn't that a common theme with me? I'm like, he's great. I just am not into it, and I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I think he likes me too much. I've said that to you before. <laughs> you have, yeah. I yeah. remember saying that to you on the phone once. I was like, I don't know. He just likes me too much. And you were like, <gasps> do not be one of those stupid fucking fa- <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I absolutely did not. No, you didn't. I just wanted to bring it back. Um no, but you were like, please don't be one of those people that says he likes me too much. I I don't know what I meant by that. I don't for anyone to say that about anyone else. How can you know? I don't know. Well, it's I I do get it if you aren't feeling it at all. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. yeah. And then then it's like, oh shit, he likes me too much. I get that. But one of the what I was saying was don't be one of those people who just like as soon as someone likes you a lot, then it's a turnoff. There are some people who want they only like the chase. And I was getting on you about being that guy. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't, also, no reason really <laughs> i don't remember the circumstances of this but i don't love that i wrote that like i obviously don't know him very well so what what do i know and how fucking egotistical to make that assumption oh he might have been pretty flirty over sushi he also might have just been really friendly maybe i'm trying to play devil's advocate the devil being you um heard that before and then you did music with brian is this oh you got a massage from <laughs> oh okay so that <laughs> clears things up a little <laughs> I think he likes me. I could tell because his boner was on my butt the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, actually, I, it is a little. You didn't like him, but you were like, sure, please rub my body. I have just made this very plain before that I don't care who you are. I will let you touch me. I just need human contact. That's true. Um, but honestly, I think that sounds much more salacious than it was. He was like a massage student and was massaging everyone in the cast, all the ladies too, every body every time did you get nude no 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 okay um so yeah i don't think it was actually as bad as that sounds okay fair enough um june 14th staging rehearsal with michael saw million dollar quartet with kirsten and cast at the palace <laughs> pre-beer at mcgeary's and indian food you were drinking a lot of beer these days yeah love me some beer i had a couple beers last night too which is did you yeah a couple brewskis oh by the way um i feel like i need to publicly shame myself because mm. uh we were recording this near the end of january it is the 27th Dry January is over. 
<laughs> it shall rest in peace. It's um, a good effort. It was a good effort. I went to a, like a Grammy party last night and there's just a, a big situation like that. It was a big, it was like at a bar and I would just decided also I wasn't going to go to January 31st anyway, cause I'm going to Mexico for that festival and that's oh. not going to be a sober situation. So yeah. I just decided to pull the plug. It was fine. I survived. I actually didn't miss it that much. Um, I spent a lot of the month hanging out with a friend who doesn't drink at all. So no big deal, but I didn't make it as far as I thought I was going to. I think it's really fucking fine. Good job. Good on you. I also realized that um, it was was very easy before this, like especially around the holidays, just like I probably drank every day for a month. Not heavily, but like had at least a glass of wine every day. A lot of people have a drink every day for their whole life. And it's really nice to not do that. Mm. I I wake up fresher all the time. I think I'm just – it kind of shook me back into a bit of normalcy where Mm -hmm. like – uh, I don't need a drink every night uh, with dinner or whatever. Um, it makes me feel like I'm a little bit fitter and healthier if I just save it for nice dinners or occasions or what. So it served its purpose. It did serve you its learned purpose. something. Yeah. And while you put yourself down, can I brag? Please that do. I, a few episodes ago, I mentioned that I spent way too much money on a singular joint. Uh-huh. And I was like, you need to watch your weed consumption. Uh-huh. So I started cutting back. Uh, I still love weed. I will always love weed. And, uh, <laughs> before I could do it. Yeah. I didn't even finish my <laughs> consonant and I spat that out. I knew it was coming. Um, we'll always love weed. Great. I have cut way, way back. I am at like maybe two or three times a week versus every day. Uh, that's great. I think that is, uh, what this whole purpose of kind of resetting at the new year is for. Um, it is, it's just nice to understand what it's, what habits are being formed and, um, you know, how you react to those things. Um, and I think it's, uh, it can only be a positive thing. Yeah. My friend Becca is doing dry January and liking it so much. She's going to do dry February. So she's going to go right into it. Ugh. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, everyone do what you need. But I'm like, Oh fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go back to not feeling. Cause I, when I set rules for myself, I feel really guilty if I break them. Um, that's good. And so you I hold yourself to a standard. I do hold myself to a standard, but I'm, I'm ready to go back to like kind of the new normal, you know, mm-hmm. like if we're going out to a nice dinner, I'll have a glass of wine, but yes. I don't need to get spammered. Smammered. Smammered. Pap smammered. <laughs> I need to go from, I need to make an appointment for my next pap smammer. <laughs> Episode title? <laughs> now we're B crack. <laughs> Mike's B crack and the Pap Schmammer. <laughs> like a kid story. Um, okay, that closes out the second week of June. That's the second week of June? Yeah. Great. Uh, made some good progress this episode. Um, before we sign off, though, we do have a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, sure a, do. A couple exciting things to tell everyone. Let me start because we're so close to it anyway. Okay. Um, I'm so happy to be reading about all these amazing times I had at Hands on Hard Body at Park Playhouse because I am going back there this summer. Um, Mikey booked a show! So fucking happy. Woo-hoo! I haven't done a show in a good while, and I am playing an amazing role in Avita. I can't fucking wait, so I'm thrilled Such for a good happen. show. You're going back to a theater that you love, I do. for a company you love. I'm so excited for you. Yay, me too. I'm just excited for to look forward to a fun performance gig. I yeah, can't it's not... been a long time since you've done what? a proper musical. It has been a long time, and that means I get to spend a summer in New York, and that means so much to me. Yeah, you're going to be in Albany, but you're also it's like close to the so city. So close to the city. Yeah, yeah I'm going to see my people. It's going to be great. And before anyone even asks, we already figured out how we can podcast from afar, so uh, no big deal there. Uh, business as usual here. You'll still get your episodes on Thursdays, but Mike's going to have a great summer. The only difference is going to be the little songs that interject with are probably going to be from Evita, but it's okay because I spend most of the show singing about 
Argentina. It's oh, all about yeah, Argentina. It sure is. And I literally, I think I say Argentina about 50 times in the show. Oh, throwing it way back. Way, way back. So it's going to be right on brand. <laughs> Perfect. And even more exciting news, Cam, tell the people. You guys, I'm moving to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> now tell them the real news. <laughs> nope, that's really the news. Um, no, that's, that's, that is it. Uh, yeah, uh, my husband got an exciting new job in Sydney, Australia. I'm moving later this summer. Um, it's, I mean, we don't have to get into the details here, but it's a big deal. Um, I am going back to school for interior design. Big it's a changes. big year of changes. Thank God we'll have more to talk about. Yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about um, because we will be podcasting from literally across the world, which I, is so crazy. But also very cool. I'm very excited that it's just kind of opened our eyes and now we can have more adventures while keeping this going. And it's pretty on brand for our friendship because as we've alluded to before, uh, our friendship is we met in 2009 and we spent at least eight or nine years of that uh being friends via phone and skype yeah yeah you are the one that um you're one of those rare friends who we both like put in the same amount of effort in keeping in touch and so we kind of always know what's going on in each other's lives uh but yeah your ass is coming to australia asap can't wait don't need to can't wait. You're going to have to really, <laughs> really work on the Australian accent. Give it your best shot right now. Oh, my God. I right can't now, do it. Right I... now. Do it. <laughs> Go. Tell me. Give me something to say. Say, um, Mike stuck this bottle so far up his own ass that he it's coming out of his mouth. Okay. That is way too long. A shorter sentence, please. Mike stuck this bottle so far up his ass. <laughs> Mike, Mike shoved this bottle so far up his ass. That uh, <laughs> sounds like... Your street urchin got hit with a brick. <laughs> it's uh, someone recently described Australians to me as Brits with a Texas accent. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Um, can't do the Australian accent. It's always been completely beyond me. So beyond um, meat. <laughs> beyond kangaroo meat. Oh no, they eat kangaroos there. Don't do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm almost completely off of mammals these days anyway, so uh, probably not going to have a kangaroo brother. Burger is what I was trying to say. Definitely not going to have a kangaroo brother. <laughs> you never know. It's Peter Park. How would that work? No, it would have to be. A... <laughs> it's nothing to do with Peter. Oh, it's my right. brother. Oh, my God. I've lost the powers of speech. Um, and one more quick bit of housekeeping. We're fucking done with Twitter. <laughs> Most of you engage with us on Instagram uh, or by email. Care. We don't care enough. Why? We are not social yeah. media managers. And also, our intern is slacking on the Twitter. So we had to let him go. And since we've let him go. Uh, Mike fired himself. <laughs> no, honestly, we're just like, what's the point? We're, we keep saying social media, but mostly Instagram. And then we're just like, why bother? Yeah. Just go to Instagram. Find us on Instagram. That's where we do everything. And if you're not on Instagram, then email us, mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Look at you. Or... Visit our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com, where you can find more information about the show and our merch store. Ooh, we have to get some, like, Australian merch. Um, okay, Mikey. Until next time, always remember... Take care of yourself. Call your gynecologist and make your next pap appointment. <laughs> gynecologist. <Yeah. laughs>